Hi there. On today's episode, I will be taking a question from a long-time listener and student. Her question is, is it possible to have as much respect and concern for my body as I do for my mind? Hmm. That's an interesting question, huh? Especially since on this show we are very curious about the mind-body or body-mind connection. That's what the show is about, so let's get into it. Welcome, I'm your host, Jeffrey Schwinghammer. This is the Expand Your Ability podcast. So, that question, again, is, is it possible to have as much respect and concern for my body as I do for my mind? She has a little bit more uh, description with her question here. She says, I've spent hundreds of hours in therapy, keeping my mind healthy, but I do only the basics. So in parentheses here, nutrition, going to the doctors, surgeries, etc., in parentheses, to keep my physical body healthy. So that's the basics. She says, in the past, it's been an on-again, off-again process with joining yoga classes, going to the Y, doing Feldenkrais, etc. I simply expect my body to perform as I want it to. When something goes wrong with my body, I go to the doctor. I want to learn to have more respect and take better care of my body. Alright, so to the person asking this question, Uh, The first thing I want to say is, wow, I think you're already doing good work. I think you're already on the path. Uh, You are doing the basics. I mean, if you go to any sort of practice, um, any sort of skill, they will emphasize over and over again, do the basics, right? Do the basics. What are the fundamentals? And so if you're doing the basics... Hey, that's really, really good. Uh, so, good on you because, like, even just being interested in asking the question is already the respect and the concern for your body that you're aiming at, right? The question embodies that respect, and so that's really cool. So, just want to say, hey, you're already doing good work, and that's really, really great. Keep at it. All right, so I want to talk about a possible reframe that I want to offer you and see how it sounds to you. And then I want to talk about uh, some ideas around how to be more respectful, how to, how to take care of your body in better ways, and some, some things to look for on the path, and then a little bit of a short somatic embodiment exploration. All right, so the first part, the reframe. So in your question, you said, is it possible for me to have as much respect and concern for my body as I do my mind? Okay, so when we say body and when we say mind, what do we mean exactly, right? Because if you change the definitions of either word, you can have very different conclusions. 
uh, very different possibilities. So one thing to think about with the body and the mind is that, well, okay, where is the mind exactly? Well, the mind, well, it's associated with the brain, um, but like, what is the brain? Well, the brain is an organ, um, and that organ has a is connected to this nervous system. It is part of the nervous system. It's, and this nervous system is distributed through your whole body, right? So, you are not like your mind isn't just separate from your bodily experience. It it's actually integrated into your body experience, because so, your nervous system, the the s- sensations you experience that in your fingers and your hands and your arms and uh, throughout your whole body, the way you take in sound and sight, all of this, all of these sensations feed into your nervous system, feed into your mind at the end, right? And so you can't really perceive the world without a body. Your mind would have no information to work with or to respond to without experience through your body. So your mind needs your body, right? So if you already have a respect um, and concern for your mind, well, your mind wouldn't be a mind without your body. So first off, right there in this reframe, your body is necessary for your mind. Okay. Now, here's an idea. Let's maybe flip the words. What I would like to offer you is, instead of saying body, what if body was self? Hmm. Right? If the body encompasses all of you, and you can't have yourself without your body, like, what if in your question, body was self? Okay, hang with me here. Let's see where I'm going. And then for the word mind, what if you change the word mind to cognitive output or the stories or thoughts that we have or the way we think about ourselves, right? The the words, right? Because if you... You said you spent hundreds of hours in therapy. I don't know what that therapy looked like, but I imagine there was most of it, or a lot of it, was talking about your experience, describing these stories, relating to events in your life in conversation. Possibly, right? I think that's a very common experience, at least. Okay, cool. And there's a sort of storytelling uh narrative narratization of ourself a cognitive creation there okay so what if your question was is it possible to have as much respect and concern for myself as i do for my cognitive output or the stories i have about myself It's an interesting reframe. 
Because I think when you go more and more into, uh, call it somatics, call it embodiment, you find out that your body and your mind are intrinsically connected. And so to take care of your body is to take care of your mind. And there's actually a lot of information within our bodies that inform our minds, that inform that cognitive creation. And we're just not quite aware of those associations, those connections. So part of this respect and concern, I think, is shifting how you frame, how you think about yourself. All right, so let's go to the next section here. This next section is about being more respectful with your body. What does that look like? Well, just as I was saying before, like there's something in your bodily experience, your physical experience, your somatic experience, that is worthwhile. Right? That's where the respect and concern comes in, is like there's actually something important that my body is telling me, or that I'm receiving through my senses, you could say. Because you could be in the world of how I think about things. What are the trains of logic or the stories that I have about myself? You could associate just with that. Very common. And you could also relate to your senses, to your three-dimensionality, your wholeness. In, you know, that comes through your bodily experience. And so that requires being attentive and sensitive to your sensations. What am I receiving as input right now? Now, if we're not used to this, there can be some trouble that comes along. So part of the issue might be numbness, right? I just don't feel anything, right? So if you've shut off that door for a long time, for whatever reason, it might not be the most obvious thing to open that door again. It might take some time. And certainly, it's been a long exploration for me. There's a lot of ways, and still is some too, a lot of ways in which I have didn't know I was quite as numb as I could have guessed. I was more numb than I could have guessed. Let's put it that way. And part of all this is that it's like a compulsive use of your attention, what you value. So to be more respectful um, and to have concern for your body, yes, definitely possible. And that means changing your habits of attention and what you value and the questions you ask. What's going on now for me? How is my breath now? Instead of jumping ahead and just rushing through this next thing and, you know, to hell with whatever I'm experiencing. Okay, what if I slow down at least a little bit? 
What if I pay attention to the quality of my movements? If we have a hard time connecting with our body, I'm willing to bet there's a lot of habits of moving quickly for whatever reason that we skip over our experience. We skip over and go to the next thing. And so to undo this sort of dismissive or disregarding patterns, it's, it's a practice. We need to practice valuing, practice respecting our experience. And in a little bit here, we'll play a little bit with that. Part of that numbness challenge, real quick here, is finding pleasure, finding enjoyment in our physical experience. So I recommend listening to the episode I did recently. It was an interview with Candia Raquel. I was a few episodes ago. Really great conversation. Really illuminating ideas around the importance of finding pleasure in the now, in this moment. One more thing here on being respectful with yourself is you, you say at the end, um, when something goes wrong with my body, I go to the doctor. I want to learn to have more respect and take care of my body. I love that. That's so good. When something goes wrong with my body, I go to the doctor, right? Because based on how you view yourself, how you view your body, the skills you have, it has made sense to you to seek an external authority, right? Something's wrong, I need some help. And sometimes, of course, that is the answer. Sometimes we need to go get help, right? And the Feldenkrais work, the somatic work, is about shifting that authority over time. That, that authority becomes more and more internalized. Because that authority is you understanding yourself, you understanding your patterns, you developing skills, that you are more responsive for yourself. You can respond, oh, I'm having this experience. I'm feeling this sort of pain or I'm feeling this sort of concern. And when you develop the skills and the understanding, well, you can sort of pr provide yourself some first aid or address the issue if you need. And being responsive is an act of respect and concern. And the process of becoming more responsive, regardless of where you are and how good you are at this process yet, being in the path of learning more responsiveness is also acting with respect and concern. Because you say, hey, this is valuable, then I'm going to spend the time to understand and learn how I can better relate to you. By you, I mean here, to yourself, to myself, to, to how I 
how I am as an embodied creature. Okay, for this next section, I thought it would be cool to do a short little exploration, a little embodiment check-in. And it's pretty dang simple, so you can, uh, of course, always refer to this recording or just take it into your life. Practice this. And by practice, I mean you do it. You do it daily, or you do it as long as you're interested in it. All right? So, so the question was about how can I have respect and concern for my body as much as my mind? Is it possible? Of course. The answer is yes. So let's take a first step in that direction. So go ahead and please lie down or sit back. I suppose you could do the standing too if you like. Just find time and space right here to relax, to rest, to turn off distractions. And then please take your hands and bring them to your low abdomen. And so by that I mean, if you took your thumb and brought it to your belly button, and then stretched your pinky down towards your pubic bone, and so if you stretch your hand that way, and where your palm is, is where you can think of putting your hands. So it's that space beneath the belly button. And just breathe here. And you might notice that just having your hands here affects your breath. And I invite you to specifically breathe in through your nose. And you can choose if you want to breathe out through your nose or breathe out through your mouth. Actually, would you try both? Take a few moments and try both and see if you have a preference. All right, so as you are here, would you sense how the air fills you fills down into your abdomen and perhaps higher up as well towards your ribs, towards your chest. What is the overall shape of the breath that comes into you? Are there any sensations that come up? The movement of your diaphragm, the subtle moving of fabric on skin. Can you sense if the air goes down into the bottom of your pelvis? Is there any change in temperature? 
And so, as you are here, it is quite possible that the mind or the creations of the cognitive mind come forward. Could be, ooh, I gotta go to the store. <laughs> or, oh, I gotta do this later today. Is there any sort of antsiness? Sensation someplace, uh, concern. Okay, so your mind might give you to-dos or solutions. You might even get some insights, like, oh, of course, this is what I need to do. Oh, that's it. Okay, plenty of plenty of stuff. And I invite you to catch every time you think and then change gears, be like, great, great, that's a thought, awesome. Change gears and just go back to sensation. Go back to feeling yourself. Feel yourself. You know how you watch a movie and the characters are going through something and the music is guiding you through this emotional experience? Would you feel yourself right now? Feel the sensations, the story that's going on inside you? Just feel it. What sort of scene is this? I mean, you could come up with words or not. What is it like to feel this moment? And if you would please open your eyes if they haven't been open. Open them, and would you take in this take in a bit of the room you're in, but don't lose your feeling self. Don't lose the breath down into your abdomen. You just sense and just feel. And I wonder if there's something different about your experience now. Is there something different about how you re relate to your body? Is there something different about how you relate to your mind?
Very cool. So, that's the topic I have for you today. It's on having respect and concern for your body as you do for your mind. How is this for you? If you wish, you can send me an email, jeffrey at expandyourability.com. You can find that in the show notes, of course. Just look for email there. So the question I have for you is, what is your practice that leads to greater respect and concern for your body? And is there something in this breathing check-in that we just did that could be helpful for that practice? All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for your attention. Until next time.